0: Yes, you are listening to Sports Drive on 91.3 Sport FM. The Aussies currently one for 99. They lead India by eight runs with nine wickets remaining on the final day of the fourth and final test. Joining us down the line this afternoon to talk all things cricket is Australian cricket icon, Merv Hughes. Merv, welcome back to the program.
1: Uh, Good afternoon. How are we?
0: Very well, Merv. How about you?
1: Yep, going very well indeed.
0: Of good to hear. Now the Aussies—they've uh, just gone to one for one hundred and five. How uh, have you seen this this fourth and final test? I, I guess uh, we, you know, sort of had an idea of of what to expect, but it looks as though we're going to reach a draw, um, barring a, a miracle. And we've seen a very flat deck. So, what are your thoughts on this on this fourth test that we've seen so far?
1: Um, yeah, I wouldn't be saying that yet. Things tend to happen in a hurry in India <laughs> if they start to happen, but. Um, you would think with that first inning score of 480, um, two of your top six get hundreds. Lewis McWashen was fantastic, but he's 180 Cameron Green. Um, you know, he was outstanding, wasn't he? 114. And then that late order partnership with Nathan Lyon Todd Murphy uh, to get the Australians the 480. And then hey, India showed what a fantastic wicket it was. You know, they had um, two Century Makers in there, their top four, so they do that, Cole, and and Gill um, played very well, and they just had really good scores throughout, but I thought the Australians hung in there, and then the start of the day, um, Kawaja got right to bat last night, and Cooneman went out and opened. He got out earlier this morning, which could be said was a pretty ordinary decision by the umpire, and they didn't review it, but um, Travis Head has been fantastic. 64 got out at the moment, and Marcus Lubbershane has been um, good too, and, and he probably needs to... To bat today uh, and get a good score. Um, he hasn't really done that much um, over there, but uh, certainly he's doing very well at the moment.
0: What's the latest on Usman Kawaja? If, you know, the Aussies, if wickets do start to fall today, could we w- would we see him back out there?
1: Yeah, my understanding is he was right to bat because he didn't field last night uh, or yesterday he went off the field for an extended time. He wasn't allowed to open batting, so uh, Coonerman opened, but my understanding is that. Um, if wickets fall, um, he he can can bat. So, uh, yeah, my understanding
0: is he's, he's okay. Okay, that's uh, that's good news because I mean, yeah. like you mentioned, at 180, he was he was superb in that opening innings. Um, he, he faced 422 balls, as you mentioned as well. The partnership alongside Cam Green was was fantastic. Talk to us about Usman Kawaja and just his unbelievable ability to um produced these great scores week in, week out. And from where he was only a couple of years ago, it's been such a great turnaround.
1: Yeah, he's been exceptional, hasn't he? he came back in for for the test against England and did really well and um <laughs> he's just taken all before him. and he's um he scored runs through, throughout this series. Um in the in the last test he, he was a top scorer in, in, a, in Australia's first innings and did well and here he gets hundred and eighty and Um, he's going very well indeed, there's no doubt about that, Um, and and the big thing, and the big positive for Australia is with the uncertainty where Davey Warner's at, not sure whether um, he'll be back for England or not Um, fitness wise is one thing, but because of the lack of cricket, um, Travis Head is is making uh, the selectors job a a bit of a headache to to try and fit um, uh, Warner back in, so it'll be interesting to see what they do but Travis Head has been exceptional, as you said, over the the last Year and a half for him. Um, he's he's been he's
0: been fantastic. What about the bowling uh, that we saw across the weekend from the Aussies? Um, Nathan Lyon took three wickets, as did Todd Murphy. Uh, Mitch Stark taking just the one. I actually thought they bowled not too bad uh, across the weekend, considering uh, the pitch that they had to work with. What are your thoughts on the bowling that we've seen in this test?
1: Yeah, it's, it's been pretty good, hasn't it? I mean, they're out there for, for a long time. and when you have a look at Mitch Starkey, well, his 20, 22 overs, one for, for 90. And I think, obviously, in England, it's going to be a little bit different for the quicks. Uh, Cameron Green bowled 18 overs for 90, so he did a job. But you have a look at Nathan Lyon, 65 overs, three for 150. And Todd Murphy, 45.5 overs, three for 113. So he, he's one out of the bag, um, Todd Murphy. So played that first test. Um, seems like ages ago where he got his eight for, and, and he's been really, really good um, throughout. But obviously, for Australia to do well, Nathan Lyon um, needs to uh, needs to take wickets out, and a fast bowler, so whether it's Pat Cummins um, or, or Mitchell Stark. if they get a couple of wickets, we, we tend to get on top. But um, you know, they're, they're, the Indians have done really well to keep them out.
0: Yeah, they have. Uh, let's talk about Virat Kohli. Um, 186, his first Test century in quite some time. And, geez, the fans over there, they just absolutely adore this man.
1: Um, yeah, he's right up there with MS Downey and, and Tanduka, isn't he? Tanduka. So, mate, he was exceptional, 186, and um, got out just trying to push that score along a little bit. But um, he was fantastic, uh, as was Submit Gill, um, 128. He batted really well. In their top water. So when you look at the... The, the numbers of their top all, all the 35, 128, 42, 185, 24, 44, and then 79. So not not anyone in that top seven missed out, did they? They, they all got scores and um, added added to um, a, a bit of misery for the Australians. But 571, and then now Australia could have gone out there and um, lost a few wickets and, and really put the pressure on. That's what I liked about... Um, the, the second innings chasing seventy five, everyone's a little bit nervous about that. They just did it with no complications, um, and they're, they're going along uh, very well at the moment. As we said, Travis said, and and Lava said, batting very well at the moment to keep the Indians at bay.
0: Yeah, they certainly are. Uh, now, Merv, we we do have the World Test Championship final to look forward to. Australia will be facing Play India. India. Yeah. Yeah. So, how yeah. similar or how different will that? Series B compared to this one.
1: Yeah, how, how different it will be. Uh, obviously, the week will be a little bit different, and a lot of people will be sitting back saying, "You know, in England, um, the Indians are going to struggle, but they've got good pace bowlers. Um, don't worry about that." And uh, when they get Boomer back into this team, he could be a real handful over there. But um, talking about uh, how India qualified, um Sri Lanka had to win two nil over there, and New Zealand got up in their test on the last ball, eight wickets down. Um, They needed one, and it was a a pretty frantic last ball. It was a a Mm -hmm. high run. Um, So, uh, yeah, just stopped Sri Lanka from going through, and um, India um, go through. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. It's going to be um, different conditions, and for mine, I reckon it's going to be a real test to where the two teams are at. Um, We're going to see Australia go back with that traditional three seamers and, and the spinner, um, And with Cameron Green in that top six, um, it, it really sort of strengthens the, the Australian side. So mm. it's going to be interesting to see what happens. This is still a couple of months away, isn't it? So yep. um, there's, there's a lot of time to go, That you would think that both teams would pressure up beautifully for that game.
0: Where would you play Travis Head? Do you, do you think he suits uh, the position that he is right now, opening the batting, or do you like him at five?
1: Um, but yeah mate, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Um, probably, probably if Davey Warner comes back he'd slip back and Pete Hanscom would drop out uh, and, and that's the only way you go, but Pete Hanscom's been useful over in the in Indian conditions without he's been pretty good, but uh, the way Travis Head is going it's going to put the on, pressure on the selectors to to say listen Trav, you, you've done really well but we want you to go back down the order and well, like I've said before, there's no real there's no real way for Davey Warner to prove his fitness going forward because there's no cricket going to be played. There's, there's not too many tour matches coming up. There's So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. But you'd think ideally um, if Warner is fit, um, you'd think he'd come back in and Travis Head would drop down to a five. But for the Australian selectors, the good thing for them is that they've got options.
0: Couple more before I do let you go, Merv. So, how do you see this uh, final day panning out? Do you expect uh, we will get that draw, or could you see a result happening?
1: Oh, mate, like I said, things do hurry happen in India with a in a real hurry. But just the way that Lubchansky and and Head have, have gone about it's just no fuss. Um, uh, Seventy and thirty-six at the moment. They're, they're batting really well. So, India would have to do something spectacular to to force a result and um, as it stands, well, Australia lead by about thirty or forty runs, um, so that 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 comes into the equation. Also, it's not just about wickets now; it's about um, the time spent at the crease and, and the amount of runs. So, um, yeah, you, you would, if you if you're a betting man, um, you you would suggest that this is heading for a, a draw.
0: And uh, we've got a great Sheffield Shield match up to look forward to tomorrow. The, f- the final game or the final set of games uh, of the season coming up. They kick off tomorrow. WA taking on Victoria here at the Wacker. Big match-up.
1: Um, Huge match-up. Uh, WA have been sensational um, all, all season. They've won the Big Bash. Perth oh, have won the Big Bash. Perth, how am I? Going? Perth scorchers <laughs> um, have won the Big Bash and then um, they won the one-day series and they, they did it comfortably and no, they've been really good in in the Sheffield Shield as well, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Obviously, the Victorians are travelling pretty well, so um, yeah, it's, it's going to be all, all eyes on that uh, contest to see see what happens.
0: And uh, can we just get your quick thoughts on, on Sean Marsh, who did announce his retirement last week? He's been uh, a great of the game.
1: Um, yeah, he has been a great of the game. He's the son of a great of the game. His brother's not too bad either, just quietly. His sister's pretty good at sport. His mother, so yeah, what a, what a family it's been. And and for West Australian cricket to, to have Jeff Marsh and then the, the two boys in in Mitch and Sean, but um, Sean, Sean's journey's been um absolutely sensational. He he's been very good for West Australia, he's been very good for for Australia um, when he's had the opportunity there. And um, I was, I was um, fortunate enough to see his, his hundred in uh, in Sri Lanka uh, when he first started and you sort of just sit back and you see, and because he's a um, a son of a, a pretty close mate too, you, you follow him, um, and he, he's just been superb. So, uh, sure, if you're listening, do enjoy retirement. You, you've thoroughly deserved it, my friend.
0: Merv, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, chatting on the program this afternoon. Thank you very much for taking the time and uh, enjoy the rest of your day.
1: No worries at all. Cheers, mate. You, mate.
0: Thank you. There he goes, Merv Hughes. I thank him for his time on today's show, Australian Cricket Icon, great chatting as always.